the biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Roundup with Matt Weaver. We got a big show for you. We're going to talk to Brett Kissel, ahead of Lucknow's Music in the Fields, in a couple weeks. We'll talk to Aaron Goodvin and Washboard Union, who are playing the Boot Hill Country Jamboree this weekend. We'll also hear some words from Brett Eldridge. We'll take a look back at this week's misconnections. We'll talk about the concerts and events happening this weekend. And yes, there will be bloopers. As you might know, the Washboard Union are playing the Boot Hill Country Jamboree this weekend. We've got a full conversation with Aaron from the band at Country104.com. Just click on Shows, then click on Weaver. You can find all the audio there, plus any other previous interview that I've ever done. Uh, But here's just a quick clip uh, of the Washboard Union on Boot Hill Country Jamboree weekend. Let's talk the music for a second. Uh, the new single's out, She Gets Me. I was watching this really cool YouTube video on the Washboard Union uh, Twitter feed about how the song is really two stories, right? The verse you described, uh, Chris described as the girl who understands you and then described the chorus as the power she has over you. This is an interesting song. Yeah, you know, it is. Um, it's, I remember writing this song with uh, Gordy Sampson and, and we, we, we kind of we hit it off with this this riff and and this 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 loop that we were working with, which kind of created this thing, and and it really stemmed from the the music of this one, and the story kind of came out of the melody, and and uh, I love songs that do that because you know you can hear a song and and easily hum it a couple listens later, not necessarily get the story or the words, but this is one of those songs that sort of came from the melody and and uh, and the idea, and then the words followed, so. It's a fun song. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Luke Combs, he was on Good Morning America celebrating his now platinum record, This One's For You. Uh, It was Tuesday when he took to the stage to perform She Got the Best of Me, his new single, and another one you might not know called Honky Tonk Highway. I'm living that neon dream. Oh, I got the bus and a band and a one-night stand waiting on us down the road. That's a banger, isn't it? Now you can find the full performance on my blog at country104.com. Just look for Weaver. Now let's talk about Aaron Goodvin. He's playing this weekend at Boot Hill Country Jamboree. And Thursday morning, about 9 a.m., he was getting ready to catch a flight here to Canada from Nashville. Well, I happened to get him on the phone while he was getting ready. And here's just a little bit of what we talked about. Uh, I guess I'll start, man, with a happy belated birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was what, July 24th? At least that's when I saw the tweets coming out. Yes, nailed it. So what did you do to celebrate? Was it the, was it the date night to Jurassic World? Was that the big birthday party? Uh, no, um, although, although it might as well have been because that movie was great. But um, I, uh, we, we went to, my wife set up a little thing. We went and played some uh, golf here in town at Top Golf. Oh, very cool. Is, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like a new place in town where you you know you try and hit targets and stuff and uh and i was the best golfer there maybe that comes you know maybe maybe because you know i'm a hockey i was a hockey player at heart so you know i just always loved golf and everybody else we played with 
it was their first time, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I was going to ask just the chirp. I was like, you were the best one there. Were you the only one there? But uh, you had people there. Yeah. With you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Hey, I haven't made it to a summer movie yet this year. How was Jurassic World? Was it worth seeing? It was great. Yeah. It was really great. Um, we, yeah, we, we started getting in. I don't even remember when that happened, but we started getting into them, and, and then um, um, I was actually home for a little while, so it was nice to be able to uh, go and hang out with the wife and um, go watch that. So it was really great. I recommend everybody see it. So, Is that your type of movie, like action movie, or are you more of a thinker movie kind of guy? Uh, man, I'm more of an action movie guy. I, uh, I, uh, I've all, I never was, like, when I, when I was growing up, you know, I was never really into them, and then I think, I think around, like, 24, 25 is when I just, like, I've pretty much seen them all now, because I've just, like, as soon as you see one, I want to see the rest of them, so. It's great to have you on the phone with us today. Man, you've got a busy summer, and I know you're literally just about to head on the road right now. So how how does one manage a schedule of a country artist? Because you've got dogs, uh, your wife, you've got a family, you've got friends, but you've also got this burgeoning career. Yeah, it's it's a, it takes a village for sure. I have um, I have a lot of help. Um, my uh, you don't really maintain any kind of a schedule, you know. <laughs> It's mainly just um, you know trying to you know trying to get a, a lot of rest when you you know have time off is kind of the is kind of the the way I've been doing it and it's um, but it is crazy I mean this is by far our craziest summer and um, I know I know with Canadian routing it just seems like you know we're always on a plane um, you know I, I feel like uh, you know we're about to hop on a plane this morning to you know head up to Ontario so it's um, it's crazy man it's it's nuts, and like I say, you're just going to rest when you can, and, and um, luckily I have great management and great, uh, you know, great people on my team that take care of a lot of things while, uh, while I'm away and while, you know, while we're out there on the road, so. We're looking forward to welcoming you back. You know what I thought was cool? This uh, weekend at Boot Hill, you're one of the top guys on the bill, which means you get a longer set. That must be a little bit nice uh, to an artist, just to get a little bit more room to breathe up there, right? Eh? Oh yeah, man, it's it's awesome. You know, I know. You know, last year we did a lot of slots that were, you know, mid afternoon slots, and um, and they're great. But you feel like you're just getting into it, you know, <laughs> and then you're done. So it's um, you know, I you know I come from the world of you know where I, you know, when I first started, I was playing four hour, you know, like playing four hours a night, so three four hours a night, so um, you know, so to knock that down to an hour later on in your career. You know, it's just it's just a hard thing to do. Um, we uh, we're super excited though. We've got a couple shows this weekend where you know we get to we get to let loose and have fun a little bit, and that's always that's always the most fun. You know, we have amazing fans out there, and and so you know to be able to give them more time is is all an artist really wants. So. There's a whole lot more from Aaron Goodvin online at country104.com, and when you listen to the full chat, you will hear a to be continued in there from both me and Aaron. Uh, more coming up with him a little closer to September when the CCMAs roll around in Hamilton. We're talking a lot about conversations today, but don't forget a full conversation with Lanco. Either Brandon Lancaster or the full band can be found on the Weaver blog at country104.com. If you're into Omni, all my audio is found there as well. Here's a little bit uh, of what we talked to with Lanco backstage at Trackside. Basically, what I was saying to them was you went from bars to playing huge crowds across the world 
Tell us about it. Does it change the music at all when you got to picture larger groups like that? Like, a lot of people tell me sometimes they're writing music and they've written these amazing ballads or these heartfelt songs, but they don't translate to the live show. Did you notice that at all with this record, Hallelujah Nights? Um, you guys have been waiting for so long to put this music out there, right? Is everything on the record working the way you expected it to? Yeah, I think um, I think that because, you know, we've... We, this thing started, it didn't start with a record, this thing started with us playing live shows. Like, we would just play anywhere in Nashville, and we'd play house shows, because even to, you know, we'd play at bars and stuff, but the easiest thing to do was, like, invite a bunch of our friends out, and you learn early on, all right, when people come out, it's Friday night, they're ready to have a good time. Um, and so this music was almost developed around, like, kind of, like, the whole album is kind of a picture of those nights that we had uh, back in Nashville. So it's kind of just taken that experience and that thing that we would do back in Nashville, and, and taking it around literally the rest of the world. Um, and so, you know, and there's always, you know, there's always aspects of in a show, there's time for intimate moments, there's time for reflection and softer songs. But, um, you know, because it, we kind of built this off energy in the very beginning, we loved the feeling of like even playing to 20 people at a, at a small bar and that we loved that. And we're like, man, let's, uh, let's hype it up. Let's take this, this same energy and take it around the world. Once again, that full conversation with Lenko at country104.com. All right, not sure if you know this, but every weekday, Monday to Friday, Country 104, about 5.45, I do a thing called Misconnections. I basically allow the listeners to send me a note, and then we use the power of the airwaves to find somebody. Some people are looking for love. Some people are looking for old friends. Some people are looking for family. Here's one that stuck out to me this past week. It wasn't a submission. I read it off Craigslist. Hubba hubba. All right, we're going to Craigslist tonight and back to the city of Brantford. We've got a guy who's missing his old friends. This is what he writes. Looking to meet up with some friends I haven't seen in a while or just to make some new ones along the way. I'd love to hear from you if you're interested in just guys hanging out, doing and talking guy stuff. I am very oral for those who like to sit back and listen. Okay. I wasn't expecting that last part. Just a thought here. Just a thought. But maybe if you're advertising anything on Craigslist that isn't sex, try to avoid the word oral is all I'm saying. <laughs> People might get the wrong impression. Either way, best of luck to him in finding those old friends or making some new ones. <laughs> just, just might want to figure out, you know, what exactly they're looking for before you agree to meet up with them. That's all I'm saying. You never know what's going to happen with misconnections, especially when they use the word oral. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Last time I got the chance to talk to rising country star Wes Mack, we talked for like 45 minutes to an hour, but I was stupid and only recorded like 30 minutes of it. So I don't have him telling the story about the Jess Moskaluk music video for Camouflage, but I'm going to try to do my best to share it with you now. So Wes tells me that once upon a time, he took on two directing projects. He's big into directing, if you didn't know. We talk about that all the time. Uh, and when he did those two big projects, he learned never to do two at the same time again. Uh, well, recently, he was put in the same situation again. He was asked to direct Jess Moskaluk's video for Camouflage, but he was also planning on directing his video for PBR State of Mind, his new single. So what's a man to do? Well, Wes this time realized that, you know, the big project probably wasn't the best plan. So he did a big one with Jess, but he pared down his own video. 
He's kind of a great guy. So he does the whole production for Jess. She's a superstar. She looks great. The video's awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, it's at country104.com. But when you watch PBR State of Mind, you can clearly tell that it was filmed by one guy and two buddies with cameras. <laughs> and you know what's awesome? It's, it's just as good. That's why we love Wes Mack and what he's up to. Madeline Merlot, she joins Tim Hicks and Tebe this November in Kitchener, Guelph, and other Ontario stops. Find ticket details if you want to buy. Those tickets are on sale now at country104.com. Before Madeline, we heard Megan Patrick and Brett Kissel. They're both sharing the stage for Country 104 night at the 10th anniversary of Luck Knows Music in the Fields. Been talking about this for a few months. It's officially August. We're three weeks away from Lucknow, so get your tickets while you still can. Uh, Country 104, you better believe, is camping with y'all Friday night after our night. So looking forward to a couple bubbly pops with all y'all on the field. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. All right, grab a pen and a paper. It's a busy weekend. On Friday, the Ontario Summer Games continue in London. It's also the day Rib Fest in downtown London's Victoria Park continues to serve up great food. Friday, the Mopar Canadian Nationals start at Grand Bend Motorplex. It's also the day of the Masonville Farmers Market. Friday nights, well, you've got Cowboys, Freedom Fridays with Country 104. It's Ladies Night, no cover. We've got mechanical bull rides, free line dancing lessons, and better yet, 250 domestics all night long with $4 Jack Daniels till midnight. Also Friday night, Embro Truck and Tractor Pull. It's $25 for the weekend, $15 for the day. And if you got kids 5 to 12, it's only 8 bucks for the entire weekend with proceeds supporting local community groups. And of course, Friday night and through the weekend, you've got the Boot Hill Country Jamboree. Washboard Union, Aaron Goodvin going to perform alongside some uh, very talented artists. We actually talked to Aaron and Washboard Union. You can find those chats on my blog at country104.com. Saturday, the 11th annual Fanshawe Frolic Weekend at Fanshawe Pioneer Village. The weekend is capped uh, by the Armistice Ball. That is Sunday. Saturday is the Teddy Bear Picnic at Lucan Museum. Now, this only goes from 10 to noon, but there are a lot of fun things, and kids can bring a furry friend to get free admission to the museum. Saturday is also the Under-16 Boys Baseball Canadian Championships in Intercape Park, and Nitro Jam gets underway at Grand Bend Motorplex. Sunday, look for the Summer Games to continue for Ontario, the diving competitions at the Canada Games Aquatic Centre. And from 12 to 1, our summer cruiser will be down at the Summer Games Box Lacrosse Gold Medal Game at Kinsman Arena. Don't forget, London Rib Fest continues this weekend as well. For that and more, go to country104.com. Really looking forward to Luck Knows Music in the Field's 10th anniversary later this month. It's about three weeks away, so grab your tickets. Brett Kissel is the headliner for Country 104 Night. He'll play alongside Megan Patrick and the Rec Laws. Here's a conversation I had with Brett earlier this hey, week. Hey, Brett, how are you, man? Good. I got a clean bill of health, and I'm sorry that it took so long to make this happen. I wasn't sure if you were going to touch on that. I, I was hoping everything was okay. Oh, yeah, everything's fine. I just have to go see my doctor. I, I mean, here's the thing. I'm, um, I'll just say this. I'm a, I'm a cheap Ukrainian. That's uh, you know my heritage and who I am. So I don't get checkups in America because you've got to pay for them. So why not get them done when you come back home to Canada? So I did. I got to see my family doctor. He got to, you know, squeeze me in. And then he squeezed a couple other things and tells me I'm healthy. So that's okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. And I'm glad you're helping promote uh, men's health without. And you know what? You bring up something I never really thought about. There are situations that Canadians will find themselves in down living in Nashville that they wouldn't normally expect, like having to pay for the doctor. Yeah, and you know what? There are so many things 
throughout my year living in Nashville that my wife and I look to each other and we're so thankful that we grew up in Canada. You know what? Little things from dentists or checkups, we always need to be very conscious about whether or not we do them. And you might know, be different if maybe it was 50 bucks, maybe a couple hundred bucks we'd splurge. But almost every time we think about doing something medical, it's in the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, which is why we think to ourselves how lucky we are that we grew up in Canada, where, sure, you might have to wait a while to get it, but it's an amazing country with amazing health care. I never thought of this issue before. There are so many amazing reasons to live in Nashville if you're a country music star, especially from Canada, uh, but then there are drawbacks. I never really actually put that together. And sure enough, you can get health insurance and stuff like that. And it's so interesting how, you know, you really have to think about being an adult and doing all these domestic things where, you know, sometimes you just want to focus on, on writing country songs, but you got to think about this stuff. And you can get health insurance and everything, but it still kind of sucks. You're paying a few grand a month to wind up still having to pay 50% of what you would have to pay. Like, I'm talking, it's thousands. Cecilia and I, I mean... By no sense do we feel we're, we're done, you know, with, with having children. We'd certainly love to have as, I mean, I'll have as many kids as she'll let me have with her. <laughs> and we're thinking, oh, well, maybe we'll have a baby in Nashville. But all of our friends were like, it's like 50 grand. Wow. When it's all said and done. So uh, we're thinking, hmm, or if we've got 50 grand, why don't we just put that in a college fund for our kids? Yeah, no doubt. They're, they're, that's big decisions to make right there. It is. For under 50 grand, we could fly in a private jet back to Canada to have free health care with our family doctor. Yeah, no doubt. Well, that's, a, that's a choice I would make every day and uh, Sunday, that's for sure. And I'd have enough money left over to take my buddies to Vegas to celebrate <laughs> a new baby. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm so happy you took the time to speak with us today because you've got a lot going on. But at the same time, I feel that Mr. Brett Kissel, who's constantly on the road, has got a bit of a lull and a little bit of a break right now. I am on a bit of a break from touring and break from the stage. But you know what? We are always keeping ourselves busy. It's, uh, you know, when the tide is out, and this is the opportunity to kind of clean up the beach. So what we do in our organization is we plan for when we're going to get busy again. And our We Were That Song Tour, part two, uh, we're going crazy with it. We'll do 60 concerts again and go across Canada again. So for us, this break that we've got in the schedule is actually much needed so that we can prepare, get all of our gear working again, practice, rehearse, and also spend some much-needed time with our family and our, our relatives uh, back home on the farm. Absolutely. I'm looking at the tour schedule right now. You're kicking off, what, uh, right after the CCMAs, September 15th in Edmonton. You go to Ontario, across the prairies. You're going out east a little bit, and then you're back in Kelowna for November. That is an ambitious trip. Yeah, and you know what? We've added more dates uh, up in the Arctic as well. So I've never been up to uh, Northwest Territories or to none of it. So we're going to play in Callowit. We're going to play Anuvik. We're going to play Yellowknife, Dawson City, Whitehorse. And we're going, quite frankly, where I don't think many artists have gone before on a tour of this size. So I'm really proud of my agency. I'm really proud of my band. And I'm really excited for the fans of country music really across Canada from the north, south, east, and west who are saying, yep, 
We're excited to have Brett Kissel in our town. I love it. It's being billed as the biggest tour in Canadian history. And going up north has got to be pretty special because from what I know of you, you take part in local customs, local eateries while you're in the city that you're visiting. And up north, I just feel there's going to be some unique opportunities opportunities and experiences. Yeah, and you know what? Everybody that has ever been up to the north has told me, get ready, because it'll be an, an adventure like no other. I think it's really exciting as Canadians to go up and see the north because it's kind of the last frontier. It's the last uh, kind of untouched area, uh, possibly even on planet Earth. You know, so to go up there to the wilderness, to the Arctic, to the snow, and everything like that is going to be very, very special. That sounds so amazing. And and it's just one thing that we've got to talk about here, because I want to ask you about uh, a specific show on this tour. We get to see you in yep. three weeks' time, Country 104 night, at Luck Knows Music in the Fields. And it's one of the few shows you've got this summer. So needless to say, excitement is very, very high on the fans' end. How is it on your end? Well, you know what? It's always this friendly competition between the fans and between myself about who can give more energy, me on the stage or them as a crowd. So for me, I'm telling you right now that we've got this pent-up energy that we'll have felt pretty much all of August that we're going to release on, obviously, the crowd out in Lucknow. I mean, you know, I think better than anybody, my love for that part of Ontario, playing in London as many times as I have, and now getting an opportunity to return to Music in the Fields for their 10th anniversary is very special. Two Bretts are headlining. I'm headlining my night. Brett Eldridge is headlining his night. Like, I don't know. This is a recipe for success, and this is a recipe for the most fun of all summer. As always, the full conversations that we have with artists can be found at country104.com. I'm telling you, find Weaver on Omni or just bookmark my page, Weaver at country104.com. Country 104 wants you to win your way to Boots and Hearts. We didn't even know if we were going to go. We've been there for like five years, and we thought maybe, you know, might take a break this year. Nah, we're there to party, and we're amping it up with our friends at Wax Records. So get this. There's a Listen to Win contest going on right now here at Country 104. Every time you hear a Boots and Hearts artist, anybody playing the festival, rising star to headliner, Text the word BOOTS, B-O-O-T-S, and nothing else to 519-643-1039. When you do that, you'll have a chance to win VIP tickets. We've already given away a couple pairs this week. We've got two more pairs, Tuesday and Wednesday. Kyle and Kendra are going to give away those because I'm off for most of the week. Uh, so be playing and good luck. They are VIP passes, plus you get to join us at the Wax Records Cottage with Jason Blaine on the Sunday. And that cottage has got a lake. I know what it's like to stink at Boots and Hearts so bad that you need a, sh a real shower. That lake's going to go a long way to making your day on the Sunday. So, again, good luck. Dean Brody plays the Budweiser stage this month. Grab your tickets with the links at country104.com. Now, Dean is known for bringing friends to his Budweiser stage shows. And this year, we know at least two friends that are coming along. Alan Doyle and rising country star Michael Ray. Now, get this. Michael Ray fans might not be aware yet, but he's been pretty gushy on Instagram lately with his new girlfriend. You know who that is? You know who the new girlfriend is? Country star Carly Pierce. We got a country music royalty thing going on there. Yeah, Michael Ray and Carly Pierce, uh, about a week ago, a week this past Wednesday, uh, started sharing on social media that they were dating. And not only did they put a gooey kind of we're making out pick online, uh, but then they spent the rest of the day in each other's comment section being all lovey-dovey. Uh, keep it to yourselves, PDA. But no, no, it's just great to see people being happy. 
Uh, here's another guy that's going to be a luck knows music in the fields. It's Brett Eldridge. Yeah, a couple of Bretts rocking our world that weekend. Uh, Brett Eldridge recently got the chance to sit down with Chorus Radio to answer some rapid-fire questions. So you are an artist well-known for being someone who injects a lot of your personality into every song that you produce. We're wondering how you do that so well and why that's something that's important to you. Why do I put my personality in? I think when I wrote the song Raymond, which was the first, my first single, actually. When she calls me Raymond, she thinks I'm her son. It's a song I wrote about my grandmother who had Alzheimer's disease, and I, and I was I was really struggling with that. When I figured out the way to cope with that was to write a, a song and talk about the fact that I was struggling with it. And to be honest, that's when I really started to figure out this is how I connect with people. This is this is what I was born to do, to tell this story and just to tell people that, that I'm going through this, and if you're going through this, it's okay, we're all in this together. And so I just started to really find more of a passion for songwriting and, and, and my artistry and singing and it just I wanted to tell every story about who I was and and it just became a really special special connection through songwriting and I think I'm diving in deeper into it even for my next album as I start writing for that and I'm getting very comfortable with, with who I am as an artist and as a person you know I'm just some guy up there singing but I want to tell you my story and I bet you got stories similar to it. And speaking of the more emotional songs, being that we're very close sisters, mm -hmm. we're a song brother. It's yeah. meaningful to us, and we really love that one. And what it Thank represents. you. What was your brother's reaction when he heard it for the first time? Oh man, he. Well, I was afraid to play it for him because I, you know, you, the song is about how you, you, you as brothers play it tough, you know, so much that you don't really talk about the deep stuff all the time. You just try to act like you don't have any emotions or whatever. And I was in the Bahamas actually. I don't think I ever really told the story. I got a guitar that I have on the island called the Island Guitar, which I just have out there all the time. It's got rust on it. It's like I've swam and jumped in the water with it, floated drinks on top of it and stuff, but I, but I was writing on it. And I got this idea because he was, we kind of went, went down there to escape from the heartbreak that he had back home. And so I just started writing what I would say to him. And then I, I sent it to him and he, he told me how much to touch him. Then eventually I had to see him all of a sudden have it pop up on playlists when we were like out on the boat and stuff. And he was so proud of that song. So it's cool. We're really close. Right. So I get your connection. <laughs> Bloopers. Mr. Eric, what did we get this week? Plus, we've got a special conversation with Brett Kissel to sink you. Yeah. Can't sink your ears into it or teeth into an interview down in Kenya. <laughs> is that the song we went with? Did I write Lonely Drum? Doesn't really matter. I'm just asking. <laughs> There's your blooper right there. What song was I supposed to introduce? <laughs> Lonely Drum. All right, nailed it. <laughs> in my head for a second, I was like, wait, am I doing Woman in Love or am I doing Knock on Wood? Or? It's your country. <sighs> Can't even say country. That's like half my job. Country 104. Country 104. Eh, mush mouth. Not the best. Not the worst. That's just a good blooper rule. Uh. <laughs> not the best. Not the worst. That's a great blooper reel right there. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.